All right, all right, all right, all right. Day 233. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right, so uh, we're in the book of Zechariah still. Today is the last day of the book of Zechariah. Zechariah has been giving us these visions and he's been uh uh keeping us hip on what's going on in his time in the post ex post exilic community but also what's going to come in the future and in this last chapter he continues on this theme that we've seen throughout the book and throughout um the prophetic uh corpus of uh is um this um uh, 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 the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord. Right. So he says on that day, on that day, on that day, he says on that day. And last time he was talking about how they, the people would see the one whom they pierced. Right. And we talked about how that foreshadowed the crucifixion of Jesus and how that foreshadowed blessing. And the next few verses continue with that same line of thought. It says on that day, a fountain will be open for the house of David. And for the residents of Jerusalem to wash away sin and impurity. He says, on that day, this is the declaration of the Lord of armies. I will remove the names of the idols from the land and they will no longer be remembered. I will banish the prophets and the unclean spirits from the land. The imagery of fountain cleansing the people's sin is what was used, is the imagery, same imagery used in the Old Testament for the Israelite purification rituals that will purify them from the uncleanness with which uh, they had upon them uh, when they came to worship God at the temple. And um, the text further talks about how, uh, you know, the worship of idols and the uh, false prophecy, right? The un the unclean spirits, all of that stuff will be purified from the land and God is like fam I'm gonna remove both of these in the last days on that day in the day of the Lord now this is why when we see Jesus coming what does he do especially in the gospel of Mark one of the things that he's keen on doing is casting out demons right because he is removing these unclean spirits from the land now it's interesting that he says from the land specifically why is that important well if you remember in Genesis chapter 3 when God uh, and, uh when Adam and Eve sinned one of the things that uh, God says is, no, no, Adama, right? Adam sins and Adama uh, is cursed. That is the ground, right? So the world was was cursed. The ground was cursed. And so what the Lord is saying now is, now I'm going to reverse that, right? I'm going to provide this cleansing, this renewal through Jesus Christ. And so you see uh, so much here. I, I love what, what happens at the end of uh, this text uh, in 7 through nine he says um swore awake against my shepherd uh against the man who is my associate this is the declaration of the lord of armies strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered i will turn my hand against the little ones in the whole land this is the lord's declaration two-thirds will be cut off and die but a third will be left in it then he says this i will put this third through the fire i will refine them as silver is refined and test them as gold is tested they will call on my name and i will answer them i will say they are my people and they will say the lord is our god what is this text talking about the lord jesus will pick up this text in places like matthew chapter 26 by the way this is why uh reading the old testament in uh conjunction with the new testament is important because you see what the authors are doing you see what they actually really want you to know so much goes over our head because we privilege the new testament instead of the old right so um 
But Jesus uh, uses this and he speaks of his own arrest, right? So they strike the, the shepherd and the sheep scatter, right? Um, announcing, but what he's doing is he's announcing, remember the context of Zechariah, he's announcing that the day of the Lord is here, right? The, the day that everybody had been waiting for is here, right? So basically what he's saying is in this text, he's saying, no, no, when the day of the Lord comes, the true believers will be separated from the false ones. Right. He's saying the true believers will be separated from the false ones. And, and there's this reality um, of what theologians call the uh, visible and invisible church. Right. So basically the visible church is the folks that you see outwardly professing to be in the faith, going to church every Sunday and pledging an allegiance to Christ. The invisible church are those that are really his and will be his forever and we see that this text is making this distinction now jesus is saying oh, what jesus does is says no, no no like in that time there is a distinction there are many who fell away but he's saying also on the final day of the lord when christ actually comes back he said there will also be when when there will there will also be a time when there will be a separation right of those who are truly his and those who are not right and god is going to wipe away this uh invisible church uh visible church distinction and we see texts like matthew chapter 7 matthew chapter 13 right all of the new testament this stuff is pointed out but what i love is um i think that uh uh what the text was, was saying as well is that that the true uh, people of god will be tested <laughs> i love it he says they will be refined right they will they will be they will be refined as silver is refined they will be tested as gold is tested listen uh if you are a christian and you are listening to this and you are going through a rough season you are facing doubts you are facing trials you are going through stuff consider that this is a test to see if your faith is really genuine and the Lord loves you, right? He is not trying to do this. He is not afflicting you from the heart. He is not just trying to make you suffer, laughing over you with an evil laugh. He is seeking to refine you, right? So that you can be found pure and blameless on the day of the Lord. Zechariah 14 finishes off in poignant uh, prophetic fashion and it speaks to the ultimate triumph and reign of the lord that's what this passage is ultimately about the ultimate triumph and reign of the lord in a nutshell the text talks of the nations coming to fight against jerusalem right similar to the past but now there is a different outcome right and initially this sounds like a period of great suffering for the people of israel but the text mentions in verse 3 that god will fight against the nations on behalf of israel right they mentioned that the lord's feet will stand on the mount of olives he speaks of the sun and the moon not shedding its light must believe that this is a period of time when there will be an inability to track uh, uh time as we know it in those days right um because uh back in this time uh, the rising and setting of the sun was how they uh track time and so what the text is saying here many believe is that um time will not be able to be calculated uh as they calculated it then and i think what, what the text is ultimately trying to say is that listen when christ comes back there is going to be a, a spiritual uh battle right that the book of revelation kind of gives us uh more imagery and, and mystery honestly <laughs> about what that looks like but the lord at the end of the day will defeat uh all of his enemies it says on that day the lord will become king over the whole earth the lord alone in his name alone people will live there talking about jerusalem and never again will there be a curse of complete destruction right so jerusalem will dwell in security then 16 he says then all the survivors from the nations that came against jerusalem will go up year after year to worship the king the lord of armies and celebrate the festival of 
shelters. All in all, the Lord is going to reign forever from Jerusalem with his people, right? This is the new Jerusalem. This is the heavenly reality coming to invade the earthly reality. There will be a security here when no one has to worry about the threat of foreign enemies, violence, oppression, any of the above ever again and he says then as as well the nations will be among israel right so this is every tribe tongue and nation from every people group across the world worshiping the lord year after year day after day listen yahweh is king right the god of israel the god of the bible is the god of the universe and he is king he is lord and he reigns he reigns through the sacrifice and exaltation of his son Jesus, the Messiah, and he is the one who will subdue his enemies in the last days. And he asks us to submit to him now. Listen, if there's something you're holding back from Jesus, from submitting to the lordship of Jesus, I'm telling you, there is no better feat to place it at, right? Whatever it is you're holding back, right? The best place you could place it is at the feet of Jesus and submitting to Jesus. We can have today a redeemed past in a sure and fixed future. Let's pray. God, we ask um, that we will believe your words. Lord. I pray that you will give us the faith to hold on to these words in the furnace of affliction, in the in the fiery uh, tests that only want to refine us. God, I pray that we will remember what you're trying to do, that you want to bring us out on the other, other side better than we actually came in. It's in Christ's name we pray. 